1: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All
2: right, welcome into the Lake Show here, News Talk 830 WCCO. Hopefully tonight, after the show, will go better than last night. Last night was a fun show. It was. We had some good interaction with the, uh, the listening audience, as we always like to do. But last night after the show, I went home and just puked. I think I had food poisoning. It was uh it was no I'm dead serious. It was not good. Chris is giving that giving me that look. No, this, I thought,
0: I thought you were talking about the wolf performance in Phoenix.
2: <laughs> Maybe that was it. Too. That's that's it could have been a combination of both. That's where I thought you were yeah. going. Okay, it, I didn't know it you it were. It could have been a combination of both. But seriously, I was uh yeah. I was doubled over. I was not feeling good. I pretty sure it was um uh, the salad that I ate last night. So we'll 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 give it a go. Again, tonight, a different establishment that I got a salad from today. So we'll see how that works out for me. So damn
0: greens, man, the vegetables will always get trying to be
2: healthy, trying to be healthy. All right. uh, Plenty of things to talk about here over the course of the next three hours. And we do have a couple of guests here on the show this evening. But where I want to start is with one of the one of the things that makes me so happy and so proud as a Minnesotan in terms of our way of life in something I think that we all can identify with. And it has to do with the issue of malls. When when I think of our way of life here in Minnesota, part of being a proud Minnesotan is the mall life. If you want to talk about mall rats, which came up on the show a day or two ago, uh, I think it may, may have came up yesterday in terms of the, the movies here and all this stuff. I think that that's something that we take great pride in. We We take great pride in the mall of America. I think the first ever mall, in the u s was here in Minnesota, and I think it was I think it was specifically I think it might have been um Southdale so we, we've got this when people think about malls that's what people think about right and I don't care what part of the country you you live in you think about the Mall of America. We have people that literally will fly into the state of Minnesota, will shop at the mall and then fly out either the same day or next day or whatever, like it's a go-to destination. It's an experience. And one of the biggest things is we don't have tax on clothes here, right? But people want to come in, shop, and have fun and all this stuff, whatever, and then fly out. But I mention this because I saw this article earlier today in the Minneapolis Star Tribune. And the headline is the Twin Cities has too many malls. Malls across the U.S. that are thriving are those with high-end retail stores and places for date nights or family fun. And so I looked at the article, I went through it, I read it. And when I think about malls, there's so many malls that we have here in Minnesota, right? And specifically in the Metro, the ones that I go to the most are Southdale, Ridgedale. I really don't even go to Southdale that much. I go to Southdale to go work out at lifetime. But Ridgedale, Southdale, Mall of America, um, I guess you could call would you call the Galleria Mall yeah, I, guess, I would I, it, call the Galleria Mall okay yeah. so so Galleria I really I, I go there more than I go to Southdale um and then Rosedale okay the, those are yeah. the, those are the, the the main ones that I go to I, I bring this up because one thing that we've talked about on the show is that I love going and I, I'm not really the person that loves to do a ton of the online stuff. If I can go and actually see it, touch it, feel it, try it on, whatever, I'd rather go that route as opposed to the online thing because I'm somebody that's single, no kids, whatever. I'll have a little bit more time than the average person. But this this is the thing. I was surprised that the malls that are doing better are the ones with the high end retail stores, especially when we talk about inflation and we talk about the economy and we talk about, you know, people living check to check. That part surprised me. The part about the date nights and the family fun, that doesn't surprise me because you know what fits right into that category? The Mall of America. And yeah. even with Southdale, they have. Um, uh what's the name of the the establishment where you can go and you can watch like the UFC and the boxing?
0: Like Buffalo Wild Wings? No, no, uh,
2: uh David Busters. David Busters. They've, okay, got a, yeah. they've got a Dave & Busters at South uh, Dale. See,
0: that's see, David Busters is still popular.
2: I was there last year because uh they were celebrating. We were I was I was meeting a friend. Um it was his birthday, and then after we went to dinner at the galleria over in the um the Pittsburgh Blue, then we went over to watch the UFC fight night at David Busters. And the beautiful thing about that is you don't have to pay. Um, you no have to pay for it. A cover for it, no right? cover, right, which is right. awesome. Yeah. So of course, whenever you're going to have some sort of boxing or UFC stuff, why mm-hmm. not go to Dave and Buster's? Order up some food. You're going to watch the, the fights for free. Totally get that. But this is the thing that I have to ask to the listening audience at What nine two two six. What is something that you think that our malls lack? Okay. What is it that they're lacking? And I ask that question because one of the malls that used to be super popular back in the day and has struggled for quite some time is the Burnsville Mall. Okay, the Burnsville Mall, Burnsville Center, Board, yeah, Burnsville Center. Yes, yep. it's 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 a ghost town essentially now. Like, yes. there's nothing there. I've been to the mall in Eden Prairie. It needs some work as well. Mm-hmm. And, and according to the uh, the Star Tribune article, it says in September. None of the Twin Cities' top malls had better foot traffic than they did in 2019, according to this research firm, uh, Placer AI. But while the Mall of America and Rosedale and Ridgedale and Eden Prairie were down less than 10%, Maplewood Mall lost nearly 23%, and Burnsville Center lost 55%. So my question, again, is what is something that you think that our malls lack, number one, okay? Because there's two questions I'm asking here in this opening segment. That's one. What is something that you think our malls lack? And the second question that I want to ask and get your reaction to, how much of the future success of malls in Minnesota have to do with the proximity to the city limits? And the reason why I ask that question is, I, I have memories of Burnsville Center. And you know what the number one thing that I remember back when I was a kid going to Burnsville Center? And as a teenager, you know what I loved about that mall? Burnsville Center, right? They had that food court. That mm-hmm. was almost all the way it was like down it was yes. basically in the basement it was in the basement yeah cuz right. then you had like the video game you had like some video games next to it and i don't know about the video game i can't uh, remember i can't okay. remember that yeah, it's- i i just remember the food court was all the way on the lowest level mm-hmm. i'll never forget that right like you hey if you had some extra money had some extra you were able to go down and kick it with with your friends or whatever and grab you some some food right i loved everything about that i'll say this though I'm not going to Burnsville Center, not because I got, I'm got i anti-Burnsville. I love Burnsville. I got no issue with Burnsville. It's too far. I, the proximity to this, it's, I'm, not, I'm not driving all the way down 35 anymore to go, to, to go there. And, 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 unless there's something there that I just can't get anywhere else. And I'm not saying that the Mall, mall of America is right down the street, but the Mall of America is not far. Like, that, that is a drive to yeah, go to Barnesville. For, for
0: you. But, I mean, there would be people in the southern metro, you know, not, Lakeville. Not Lakeville, knocking Lakeville, at. Lakeville, Apple Valley, stuff like that. I mean, Burnsville. But Sanders. that's
2: the neighborhood. That's, I don't, do you think that, do you think that Apple Valley and Lakeville residents, that's enough to get Barnesville back? I don't.
0: I mean, if, if it's if it's closer than going to Southdale or Rosedale. Or that's
2: anything. not what I'm saying. Okay. That's not what I'm saying at all. Because clearly, if you live in Minneapolis, Ridgedale is going to be closer than, than going to um, somewhere that's further out. Your neighborhood is your neighborhood. We, we right, totally yes, get that. Correct, yeah. what I'm saying is, is that, like, for instance, there's stuff at the Galleria, and I know, and I get it, people. I know people out there are like, Blake, why, why are you trying to be a diva? I'm not trying to be a diva. But there's stuff in the Galleria that you're not going to find anywhere else. Okay? There's going to be, if you go to Rosedale or Ridgedale or some of these other most, there's more than one Macy's. Right? Right, yeah. So so, so, so there's got to be a hook. There's got to be a hook. Got to be a hook. 651-461-9226. Two, two, Let's start with the reaction from Aaron, who's calling from Burnsville. What's up, Aaron? Hey, Henry. How you, doing? I,
3: you know what? I grew, I grew up in Plymouth, so I went to Ridgedale a lot. So I have memories of there. However, I've lived in Burnsville for years, and I think the thing that that's lacking is I think it's cleanliness. They, let, I think they let a lot of their uh, janitors or their maintenance people go.
2: Now, let me ask you. Let me really you, Let me ask you this. That, when, was the, thing. I mean, when we let me ask you this, Aaron, when was the last time that you went into um, into the, uh, the mall there?
3: Couple weeks ago, but I drive by all the time. They still. Uh, I mean. A couple weeks ago. It's desolate, yes. A lot of things have closed. It's it's a very sad thing.
2: So let me ask you this question. How many stores would you say were actually open in the Burnsville uh, Center Mall?
3: Oh, well, maybe a dozen at the most. It's not a lot.
2: Yeah, that's not. I mean,
3: they they just recently closed Applebee's in there not too long ago. I think in the last six months or so, Chuck E. Cheese is still there. But, I mean, that's kind of a good family. As far as a hook, you know, if you want to bring your little kids there for a birthday party, great. Um, my thought is what they need is uh, maybe uh, another hook for families. Or maybe put a special thing in there like, uh, you know, a rec room or, uh, you know, mystery theater. Or something that's uh, kind of a niche. That's, yeah. that's what they need. Whether it's a family, family thing with kids. Uh, for teenagers, for uh, you know, couples—that that's what they need. And I, I feel bad for them. And I think they've changed ownership at least once.
2: Oh, multiple um, times, absolutely, they, they, have. they have. Yep.
3: Yeah, and then they're they're the new owners just never seem to. I don't know what what they're going to do. Put it put put in there. Um, but that's that's my idea. Obviously, you need a niche. I think you need to go after families more. That's yeah. what I think. Um, All, right. All right. Well, I, th- I, th- I, think th- th- I think if you're sold. If you're stolen online, you're going to stick with online, and that's the tough thing, but um, yeah. that's that's how I think they're going to do it. All right, that's thanks, I think
2: they need. Thanks to the phone call from Aaron in Burnsville. He lives out in Burnsville. I appreciate the update. I think that he's right, and clearly the article mentions that in terms of, like, a destination, you need some family fun, you need some date stuff. I'll tell you this about Rosedale, and I don't go to Rosedale a lot, but I, I will say this about Rosedale. They do have a hook. You know what it is? The food. They have that potluck food hall that they have there. They created that, I want to say maybe it was like four or five years ago. That is something that people can get behind. And, and I think that that's a hook. Maybe Burnsville, that could be part of the hook too, in terms of getting people back. But I just, as a Minnesotan, I, I love the, the mall scene. Yeah. Like that's something really cool to me. That, that's something unique that we've always had and I enjoy. six five one four six one. 9226, your reaction via the text line, also some phone calls. We get to that next year on The Lake Show.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
2: You should have seen the reaction on Chris's face when he learned that the, what was the Applebee's was no longer open. Yeah. At the Burnsville Mall. You want to explain why?
0: I was kind of shocked. Well, because we used to live in Burnsville. And we actually, we were at the, the Burnsville Applebee's uh, when my wife went into labor. We were there uh, going out to eat, and all of a sudden.
2: So sentimental to you. So it's
0: sentimental, yeah. <laughs> yeah, my, my daughter was actually born in Burnsville. So, yeah.
2: Shout out to Burnsville. Shout out to Burnsville, Burnsville Center. One of the things that I think about when we talk about malls and them thriving or their popularity or lack thereof and I know that people out there may disagree with this and you can weigh in at 651 six five one four six one nine two two six that's the city's one plumbing talking Text line but when I was a kid mm-hmm. malls were a hangout Mall, oh, yeah. ma- malls were popular no so 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 my point in bringing that up is, I don't feel like in 2023, but I don't have a teenager. I don't have a kid um, that's in high school or whatever. So people out there that that do have kids that are teenagers or whatever, they they could maybe speak to this. Back when I was a kid, though, eighth grade um, through high school, those spots were places where we went and we enjoyed it with our friends. I don't. Since that that's the same environment in 2023 because I remember this. Remember how we talked a lot about downtown Minneapolis and back in the day, back in my day, yeah, Marshall Fields, Dayton's, all that, right? You shop at those places, but it wasn't just about that. It was also about Shinders, right? You know what used to be a popular spot many years ago? What's that? The City Center when it was yes. a, when it was a thriving mall, <laughs> and so on a Saturday. See that was something that you look forward to to the weekend. During the week, you you it was about you know your homework. and, sure. and your parents are getting. That all was kind of, you. of your
0: celebration at the end of the week. That was well yeah.
2: well, yeah. That that was like that was your party. That that was that was the carrot that your that your parent dangled in front. Yeah. Hey, if you did, if you handled your business, you might get a few dollars. You might earn your your allowance and all that stuff, whatever. And mm-hmm. then you can do whatever the heck you want. If you want to go down there with your friends, if you want to go down with Malik and Julian and DP and. and do it at Erskine. Do whatever you want to do. And we would. You know, hop on yep. the bus, go down to the city center, and then, look, if there's if there's a T-shirt, if there's some cool clothing wise you want to buy, mm-hmm. have at it. If you want to go to Shindler's and grab you some cards, have at it. And then at the end of it, you know what you did? You went in there in the food court, and you went to Zabarro, and you got you a slice mm-hmm. or two. And that was, that was living life as a kid. Yeah, I, I, don't- I don't feel the same. I don't. I don't get that sense. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say that, that I've walked around the Mall of America food court because there's multiple food courts, right, evaluating teenagers. But you get my point.
0: Yeah, I, I feel like the view on malls is they're kind of archaic. They're old school. I mean, you don't want to go to the mall and hang out. Like my daughter is 13, and I know, you know she's seventh grader, but she doesn't even talk about the mall. Like she doesn't even, she doesn't even think about the mall. Mm -hmm. I mean, not at, not at all. And I think that's just the more that you find these entertainment areas outside of the mall, like there's, there's no hook for the kids to go to the mall. And I will say kind of to go back on, on Aaron and, you know, kind of how, you know, dirty these places are. I do feel like when you have these retail stores that close, and this is just my perception of it. I could be completely wrong. But I feel like when you have these stores that close and they're vacant and you don't have another retailer that is leasing that space, mm-hmm. there's not necessarily a reason for them to upkeep that that part of it. And therefore, like it, it just it, it's kind of a trickle down effect, which is is really sad because, yeah, like Spencer's uh, and somebody said here, you know, a, a, a Wilson's leather like there used to be you could only find certain stores that were in them all. And, I mean, I was a big fan of Spencer's.
2: Well, let me ask you this. How much impact or effect would you say social media has had on all this? And the reason why I bring up social media is because I feel like teenagers aren't as social. And when I'm talking about social, I'm talking about in the, from the perspective of… Face-to-face, it, getting together? Face-to-face, getting together, interacting that way, as opposed to, you know, doing all the stuff on Facebook, doing all the stuff on Snapchat, yeah. doing all the stuff on TikTok. I that's fair. I, I, I just… I don't know if that plays a role. No, well, I, I,
0: I think it does because I, I asked my daughter, you know, when, you know, it's like, hey, you want to go out and, you know, and get together with your friends here? She's like, no, 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 we can, we can text and we've got this group chat and we, and it's like,
2: see, we didn't have that option. Back and,
0: and, and that's the thing. It's like <laughs> they can, they can communicate and they can interact without have to actually go anywhere and do it physically. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, I feel like that's just kind of the way that they operate nowadays. Whereas for us, yeah. The only way that we could see our friends is to physically get out of the house and get together with them.
2: Yep, 651-461-9226. That is the City's One Plumbing Talk and text line. A couple of text messages to get to. uh, This one is 612 Southdale 1956. I think that they're referencing Southdale opening up uh, from the 952. If they put axe throwing gourmet craft beer selfie pubs in the malls, They'll be fine. That sounds like that's their thing, right? But see, For the
0: that's nine, but nine see, the, no, 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 no. That's 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 that's. They, they kind of do it tongue in cheek. But you think about it. There's a hook. There's your mm-hmm. anchor. There's your anchor to a mall. Like have something unique. I I, I know it's kind of a tongue in cheek.
4: That's
0: it's not. That's not far fetched. That's not far fetched.
2: Uh, This from the 612, there's an ebb and flow with any retail anywhere. It's the life cycle of nearly all areas. Brookdale was challenged by Northtown. Now one is gone and the other is on life support. Burnsville Center used to be pretty exclusive. Times and economic change. Not saying what you don't already know. 651-461-9226. Let's take another phone call here from Ron in Dayton. How you doing, Ron? Hey, how are you doing, buddy? I'm doing awesome, man. Thanks for the phone call.
4: I'm an old man, and I'm well. I'm only sixty-two, but I went to Brookdale. You're not old. I, ro- I rode my bicycle there. <laughs> I, rode, I love it. I love Gagers, and uh, they had a they had a little uh, some some goofy uh, pretzel thing that I loved, and.
2: Was it like uh, Auntie Annie's?
4: Oh, I can't. No, I don't think it was that. Okay. I can't remember. but It was it something was, else. I got It you. did have a big pretzel. But I, I went to Walgreens, and they had albums that you could take out and put in a record player. And listen, to, I, I listened to the Red album of the Beatles when I was a young fella. Mm. And say, hey, you want to buy that album? And and they'd let you do that. Yep. You know, and it was right by the photo booth <laughs> where you could go and get your photo taken. You remember yes. the photo booth? I, I know. Yeah. I love that. Yes. I know. That was Walgreens. Or, I mean, not Walgreens. Uh, Wal, uh, oh, I can't think of the name again now. It was something with a W. I got you. Um, Woolworths. Woolworths. Woolworths, that was it, and you could uh, you go could, could get a soda and a malt in the same store. It was a beautiful place. Those, oh. those,
2: are, those are the memories, and, and, and thanks to the phone call, I truly do appreciate the phone call from Ron and Dayton. Like, those are just things that you would – I'm not sure that we'll ever get back.
0: Oh, man, Woolworth. Oh, the Marshall Mall had a Woolworth, and that was just – I I mean, that was was our galleria, was the Marshall Mall.
2: I think that one of the things, and, and I hope that the younger demographic understand this and get this, is that it's about experiences. There are just certain things that you just have to do, like you have to physically do. I love walking into a Barnes & Noble and going through different magazines or looking at the physical books before I purchase something. Some people will only go into the Barnes and Noble, and they'll go to the um to whatever the the coffee spot is. Oh, like there. the
0: cafe. Yeah, yeah. I, like it's more than that. I don't. I've I've never been to a Barnes and Noble cafe, but yeah, I'm always in there for the book. Like, there's nothing like the smell of a good book, and you can look and you can just take your time, and you can look at all these the the hard covers. It, it's great. You just wander. Until you find what you're looking for, you're like, man, I can't find the fiction section.
2: Oh, how you know? about how about this in the text line? As a kid, I would go to the mall and smell all the pipe tobaccos at Tinderbox. This one from the 612. Hello, Henry. I'm a 1984 Patrick Henry high school graduate. Brookdale was my mall. I could go there with five dollars to spend all <laughs> afternoon there. Piccadilly Circus was the arcade. I spent a lot of time.
0: Piccadilly at. Circus, man, that was that yeah. was something. I, I've never been to I I don't know that I was ever at a Piccadilly Circus. But man, I, I remember it just it was it was all over the place.
2: That's How many it. arcades do you think that there are still?
0: Oh boy.
2: I, I don't For, Forget about Dave and Buster's. I'm talking about exclusive yeah. to that. Like Well, he mentioned there's a Chuck E Cheese at Burnsville, right? Yeah. Didn't Aaron mention that?
0: Yeah, I, I know. Yeah, like all of the Dave and Buster's have arcades. Yeah. I know that there's one in the mall of I see and I still want to call it Camp Snoopy, even though I know it's like uh <laughs> it's Nickelodeon. Spon- thing, right? Nickelodeon Universe SpongeBob, SpongeBob. Yeah, they have I mean, they've got a great arcade. Like, that was the first place that I remember playing NBA Jam. Yeah. But, yeah, I think those are the only ones that I can think of right now. All
2: right, coming up next, after weather, uh, I want to get into an interesting situation that happened to me in the last couple of months. And t- to be honest with you, I- I'm not really sure how to feel about it. I'll explain what it occurred a couple of months ago, and then the follow-up was today, and I'll let you weigh in on the Lake Show. Oh, this takes me back to those Saturdays. Let this ride out for a second. Those Saturdays, when I made it to the weekend, I got my allowance. I'm getting ready to go down to the city center or to Brookdale. Oh, oh, this is my jam back in the day. A little De La Soul. Saturdays, Saturdays. All right, I got a little bit of a a situation that I want to mention to you guys. Because I'm trying to... I don't know how to feel about this situation. All right, so let me explain it to you. So as everybody knows, WCCO is located in downtown Minneapolis, okay? And every – I mean, a lot of people know that pandemic, everything that's happened with protests, everything, downtown's changed. So there are a a lot less people downtown. And even though downtown is starting to bounce back – it's definitely bounced back in the last year and a half. There's there's no question about that. Like, people are out and about. It's, it's starting to look like it did before the pandemic. Not all the way there. I'm not going to lie. Okay. But it's going to take a little bit more time. But I have no issues being in downtown Minneapolis. Um, especially knowing that, because I know that there's some people out there that are fearful to, to go downtown. And we talk about crime. There's crime going on everywhere. I, I haven't had any feelings of fear working in downtown Minneapolis. So a couple of months ago, uh, uh, this is, yeah, because it's November now. Yeah, I I say September. I am walking. I just parked my car, and I'm trying to hustle up to get to work, okay? Okay. So I, I parked on the street. Because you can park street, you can do ramp, whatever. We do a variety of different things when it comes to parking. That day, um, parking on the street. And so I get out, I pay the meter, and I'm trying to hustle in. There's a gentleman that sees me, and he says, excuse me, sir. Right? And so I, I stop, right? But I didn't have time to really talk. Okay? And he stopped me, and he's starting in on telling me this story. And and before he could get through the story, I, I cut him off and I said to him, sir, I don't, I don't have any money on me. I don't have any change. And he stopped what he was saying, kind of looked at me <laughs> and says, "Oh, oh, you just forget about it, whatever. Have a good day. In that moment, I said to myself, I'm a terrible human being. I pride myself in being good to people, giving to people. If if I have, you know me, if I have yeah. money, if I have change whatever, You'll give I'll give it, it You'll I'll, give, I'll yeah. give it to somebody whatever. Yeah. And I typically will carry a couple of dollars on, you know, on me to give to to people that are less fortunate. That day I didn't have any cash on me, okay? I felt terrible inside. Because in that moment, I felt like I stereotyped that gentleman, you see what I'm saying? Because he didn't get through stuff, but I just didn't have time. Right. So like I'm trying yeah. to hustle and get in here to work. So I felt horrible, dude, because I was like that person walked away from me. And they're probably like, man, that guy. that guys a jerk. That guy's a jerk. He thought that I'm either whether it's homeless or I'm begging him for money, whatever. He didn't even let me get my story out. And I, I hated that feeling. Right. Well, that was September. So today I went and worked out, I uh, went, came, brought, dropped my stuff off, got down here early, uh, went and worked out at Lifetime at, at Target Center, and then I came back. I walked back, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm walking back. I see the same guy. Same I, guy. I bump into the guy. And you knew was it was him. Because he stopped me. And this time he said the same thing as, excuse me, sir. And I recognized him right away, but he clearly didn't recognize me. And so he started telling me the story. And I said, I'm not gonna cut this guy off. I got a minute or two. I'm not worried about anything. All my stuff is already up in the up in the station, right? So he gets it out and then he goes on this spiel about um car being towed, uh Bobby and Steve's, um, it costs eighty dollars. I've got sixty. 60- all of that stuff, I let him get through it all, right? And I said to him, sorry, sir, I don't have any cash on me. I don't carry cash on me. And I, I – because I, in that moment, I felt a certain way. This gentleman, I let him get the story out. But this is the second time that we've had an interaction. How would that make you feel, Chris? Because I don't – like, I felt –
0: Did you feel like he maybe was not being forthright? I kind of felt in that
2: moment because it it was interaction number two. Yeah. And – Same spiel. It was – well, because I let him get the spiel out, and it came to money. Mm -hmm. But I had a different feeling today than the first time, but I think it was probably just because – I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know how to feel. Did mind. you? Okay. So you cause, said, cause, cause, I, cause I feel bad for him because no one wants to live their life going and asking people for stuff. No one right. wants to feel that way. But there was a part of me that was like, is this guy trying to take advantage of me?
0: Well, and, and see that's, but it, it's natural though, to be skeptical of things like that, because when you do get hit up by individuals and, and let me be clear that when, when I've been approached by people downtown, I've never felt scared or threatened at all. Like I've never felt uncomfortable when I've been approached by people, but I do understand that there's a little, there's a level of uneasiness because you don't know what they're going to say or what they're going to be asking Mm -hmm. for. But you said that you, you felt bad the first time. But after the second time, you know, he got his old spiel out.
2: I didn't feel bad today because I felt like I was going to say, "Well, this you, you, was a script, and, and this is just part of what he's doing." Well,
0: then, I, yeah, because I was going to go back at it. You shouldn't feel bad. But I don't the know. first time. I
2: don't know his situation, though. You know what I'm saying? I can only go by just the interactions, and yeah. I'm not going to sit here and call the man a liar. But you know what I'm saying? Wouldn't you feel a little bit weird though? Like because he clearly didn't. He didn't recognize me, I guess, Yeah. again, right? Because he's, he's trying to go through. But I didn't want to do the thing of cutting him off <laughs> and just assuming and stereotyping him as someone homeless or somebody begging. But I let him get it out, and it was about money. I just was curious as to how that would make you feel. No,
0: it, it, it makes me – if I had the same person approach me twice, I, I would be a little skeptical because I feel like it would be a scam, honestly. Like you tried this once, and again – you're down on your luck again. Like, next time we somehow interact in a few months, are you still going to be down on your luck? Like, it, it, could be, it could be part of a hustle. Absolutely could be. I mean, there are people I, out there that, that I, do hustle.
2: I think that's the way The way that you just presented it to me. is kind of how I felt. I, I felt like. Yeah, it, uh, I think it's human nature. Back in September, I felt like I wronged that person by didn't listen to their story, even though I was short on time, but I felt bad. Today I felt like they tried to hustle me.
0: Yeah, and I I think that it, it's okay for there. You can want to be a good person, but you can also be skeptical of people's intentions. Mm-hmm. Being skeptical and being guarded does not make you a bad person. I, I feel it. It doesn't make it doesn't make you an easy mark. You know what I mean? So you, you don't you don't have to feel bad for now because when somebody approaches you and after the first couple of words you know where it's
2: going that well you know where it's going well i think i know where it's going but do you all do you really know though
0: it's going it's going to boil down to wanting something from you that's the thing whether it's going to buy somebody a sandwich or giving them a couple of bucks for whatever reason the end game is always wanting some money And it's perfectly natural that you're you're not going to be taken. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, there are places that these people know to go to if they need help instead of just, you know, randomly approaching people on the street, because that's dangerous because you never know. How somebody's going to
2: react to being approached? Yep, a six five one four six one nine two two six. I would love, I love to get some reaction uh, from the text line about how you perceive that situation between me and that person having that interaction, going back to September into today. Friend of mine, Natalie, she's listened to the show. She says you were trying. That guy was trying to play you, basically. Um, and and I, I think that's the feeling that that Chris, you feel like the yes. guy was trying to hustle me. Yeah, yeah. on on the text line. Uh, From the 763, feel secure in knowing that you are right to cut them off the first time. Almost all the people on the street know about the union gospel mission. Hey, let's take a brief break real quick. We got a phone call that we'll get to um, on the other side of this break. This is the Lake Show right here on The Good Neighbor. All right, welcome back to the Lake Show. News Talk 830 WCCL. Before we get to this phone call, people weighing in via the Cities 1 Plumbing Talk and text line. From the 651, spend any time downtown, you quickly stop feeling bad for these folks. No, I'm downtown every day. And I am somebody that typically, if I get, and I don't get approached every day. It that's not an everyday thing.
0: No, it's I, it's very hit and miss.
2: Yeah, but if I get approached, and I have it, and I feel, you know, if, if God moves me to, to give a dollar or two, then that's, I have no issue and with that. And trust your instinct with that. Yep. Uh, from the, uh, another one from the 651, though, they, uh, it's a different number. Oklahoma homelessness is horrible. Um, I mean, homelessness is horrible. It, it, and and it's just anywhere it is. Uh, from the 763, I was at a stoplight and the fellow was asking for money as he lit up a $12 a pack red Marlboro <laughs> Sig. But you know what, though? I don't judge there. Yeah. If a person, if, if, if they if they are down on their luck and I'm moved to give them a buck or two and they go put it towards alcohol or a cigarette, so be it. All right, let's take a phone call from Nick in Roseville. How you doing, Nick?
0: Hey, Henry and Chris. So being blind, I don't judge. I just mm-hmm. take their word on it that they're homeless. However, I must say if I have a sighted person with me, that sighted person might intervene and say, no, um, no, thank you. And then I might say to that sighted person, why? And that sighted person might tell me because – That person doesn't look homeless. They look good. And, of course, I don't know anything about look. I just do everything by voice. So, Yeah.
2: Yeah. And you've got a different – and thank you for the phone call. You've got a different perspective just because of not having the sight. And I'll say this again. I'm not the type of person that ever wants to feel like I'm stereotyping people because that's not who I am. Uh, But I did feel bad a couple of months ago. Today, not so much. Coming up next. A public service announcement. There's something you should never do at Thanksgiving. We get to that next year on The Lick Show.
0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend
1: in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.